there! Christ for Youth International exists to grow youth in fellowship and in honor of our Lord, to be like well-nurtured plants and pillars to adorn, so we can reach out to our generation with the principles of Christ's leadership. Welcome to the Ahava Dantuman Podcast. We hope you are blessed as you listen to this message. Amen. God is good and all the time. God is a good God. Amen. So, we thank God for His leadership for, for us today and um, the whole of the month and the grace of our Lord Jesus that God keeps pouring over us. We are grateful. God is a good God. It's a good, it's God is really good. And um, it's His goodness that leads us to salvation. It's His goodness that leads us to salvation. Are we together? Amen. It's good to be here. Uh, thank you. Love you too. And uh, I know at the right time, there are quite some people here, and I think Elton will come and introduce uh, them. Amen. So I want to add a bit of uh, commas and full stops to what um, Elton has been teaching you this month. Amen. So some full stops and some some comments. <laughs> the Bible makes us understand it's in Ecclesiastes seven eight. It says the end of a matter is better than its beginning. And patience is better than pride. The end of a matter is better than its beginning. And patience is better than pride. We as men always judge the end of a matter matter by its beginning. And so... uh, We try to judge a good marriage by the ceremony. Are you with me? Uh So we'll do everything, hire the most expensive places, buy the most expensive dress. Am I making some sense? Right. Make sure that everything is as perfect as we can. Uh, because somewhere, somehow, we are hoping that the beginning is is going is de- it determines the end. Are you are you with me? And we lose sight that it's actually not so much the beginning. Yes, the beginning has its importance. It's it's good to begin well, but it, it, the most important thing is the end. It's not the beginning. So is it the end? The end is the most important because it's actually the end. That gives a justification for the beginning, not the other way around. And so, because you want to end well, that's why you begin well. You get it? But if you are starting using the beginning to say, because I do this and that and that, and big and here and there, my end will be well, it's, you, you'll be found wanting. Some great people were born, not 
under the greatest of circumstances. Yeah. The mother went to visit the father in the Adokole. <laughs> went to visit the father. The father said he was not feeling well. Uh-huh. Block 13. And then, and then by the time I realized, one month later, they said, I'm pregnant. Nine months later, you are here. Amen. <laughs> right. So some of us are, some, some people are born under very questionable circumstances. And when you look at their beginning, you can say this person will not, from human perspective, it might not end well. Sometimes from the beginning they call you bastard. Right. Ish. Are you in the house? Aha. Uh-huh. But I came to tell you that it's the end. Look at the new one that said it's the end. The end. The, the, that's where the real issue is. Amen. And Bible makes us understand that the end of a matter is better than its beginning. Now when you're talking about the end of a matter, you are talking about destiny. When you talk about end of a matter, you talk about destiny. Why? Because God does not start until he has finished. And whatsoever God starts is because he has completed it. So God determines the destiny of all men before they are given birth to. Amen. So even though your father went to touch your mother at the wrong time and you are here, I came to tell you that God has already concluded your destiny. That's the only reason why you are here. Hey, I'm not making some sense, somebody. If God never completed, He wouldn't allow you to be here. Like by this time, if you are bought it somewhere. <laughs> hey, shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, the fact that I can see your big head, it means that your destiny is secure. Shake your neighbor and say, Shake your neighbor and say, your destiny is secured or your destiny is determined. Your destiny is determined. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody here has, uh, how do I put it, (laughs) an unconcluded destiny. Nobody. Because God concluded before he begins. God finishes before he starts. Why? Because God is complete like that. God is perfect. So he sees everything to his fullness. Before he begins. Are we good in the house? Now it's like this. My, Dr. Malson was using an analogy. And I, I, I like the way he put it. So, like this. Before you, your parents paid for you to go to university. It's because they have seen the graduation. Because if your parents didn't see you graduating. Don't pay for this. Hmm. I think some, some people walk to their parents, I want to go to school and say, <laughs> Yeah, because the parents can't see them at the end. So they are not willing to do that investment. The reason why your parents are willing to do that investment is because they've seen your end. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, God has already seen your end. And he said it is good. It is words. Shake your say it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Write this down. Your destiny is chosen by God. 
but its fulfillment is decided by you. Your destiny is chosen by God, but its fulfillment is decided by you. Because usually I've seen that in a, in a I think that's say, say loud discussion, some of the branches. Some say, okay, if my destiny is, is, is settled, then let's chill. Everything is fine. Are you with me? Or I told somebody has been prophesied and that, how come their life is this way? Isn't God the one who determines destiny or destiny can change? Now, here's the thing. The ending, when God wrote about you, even taking the Bible, God has written about us. The ending cannot change. But your arrival at the ending is where the change comes in. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? And you have to see the difference between the two. Now, get this. In every man's life, three things determine the arrival at their destiny. One, or the kind of destinies you have, both arrival and the kind of destiny, or the uniqueness of each man's destiny. One is hereditary. What a man inherits biologically genes from their parents. Those things we don't have control over. None of us actually determine, I'm going to be a woman. Even though now they want to do so. After they, they, some came with balls, they, saw, they want to determine that they're going to be a woman now. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? But our genes and biological, no, nobody determines, no, none of us determines the shape of our head. Nobody. Nobody determines your, your hairline. Because I remember the way they take pride in your hairline, see they determine, you didn't work for it. It's biological. It's, nobody determines whether you lose your hair at 20 or at 30. Nobody determines that. It's biology. So you see a handsome guy by 25 is losing his hair. It's not his fault. It's not, it's not his fault. It's, it's biology. <laughs> Am I making some sense? Hereditary one. There's a strong factor that determines, in quotes, the arrival or the kind of destiny a man walks in. Number two, environment. Environment where a man finds themselves. Where a man is born. Hallelujah. Obviously, if you were born somewhere in Alaska, you wouldn't have a black skin. Right? And then it might also determine the kind of opportunities that come your way. Obviously, you have a desire for kinky. <laughs> oh, God, but you have a desire. You have a desire for that. Uh, are we good? <laughs> So some of the things that we, per chance we, we, we define as our destinies by, they are also environmentally determined. Are we good? Uh-huh. But of these two, there's a third one, which, is, which trumps or is of superior grounding and of a superior principle than these two. Now somebody say, how can anything trump biology? Or environmental factors. The third one, which is very important, is personal choices. Personal choices. Because there are those of us that feel like our future, our future is gone. There's no future. We can't become anything significant because I was born this way. 
and I can't do anything about it. I was born in Ghana. I was born in uh, Tunga, Otto, Jordan. My parents don't have this. I can't become anything. But it is not true. How many of you know of this guy, Nick? Nick Voyager or Voyager? The, 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 the man without limbs. Pastor Nick. You can't see, I can't say where his height is. Drew has it. When a man is coming to talk, you have to put a table here for him to come and stand on the table. The table becomes this extra. This is too short. You have to, you have to bring him up. This man has that. I mean, when you look at him, you, you, you should, with your eyes open, you can prophesy that his future is going nowhere. He'll be a. <laughs> it is finished. Why? The man didn't come complete. He looks like he's finished. But yet, when you look at the man, oh, have you seen his wife? The wife is a full, complete woman. What are you talking about? The wife is not having, so, when I look, <laughs> when I look at the wife, it shows how the man sees himself. When I look at his wife, he, he doesn't see himself disabled. He doesn't see himself crippled. He seems himself full. And his wife, look, his wife is like a model. See his children, they also came complete. Yet there are some of us here who are full bodies. <laughs> but yet you are disabled in your mind. You are disabled. You have allowed your blackness to disable you. You are allowing your Africanness to disable you. You are allowing your environment to disable you. You are allowing your drunken father to disable you. Hey, if your father chooses to drink, that's not, that's not your destiny. That's his destiny. If he chooses to express his destiny that way, that's his choice. But you have no right to say because of your father, you cannot live your full life. What are you talking about? Shake the one nation, tell the person, it's about time you start rising out of your lazy and excuses that you give. Tell the person, you have to rise out of that. Hallelujah. Amen. A man's choices is critical to what he becomes. It's critical. Look, it, it, this thing is what changed my life. I always share my story. One thing the Lord had to work on me was my mind, my mind, my mind. Whether you're a fool, a complete man, or a, a, a disabled, it's all in your mind. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. The way you look at things, the way you assess things, and the conclusions you come to. That determines the destiny of all men. Because right now, God, see, God is no respecter of persons. Get this. Do you know what? The best example I always give is this. Should we hear that President Kufadu is coming here? Our attitude will change. President Ekufado, all of a sudden, because his reputation precedes him. Who he is precedes him. And based on his reputation and his name, it informs our behavior. So that even if you are a disrespectful person, you will choose to be a respectful person because why? The person that is coming has a big name, his reputation is, uh, is bigger than you. So, in a sense, his name is what influencing our behavior. Uh -huh. That is being respectful of a person. But there's no name higher than the name of the Lord. So there's no name that influences God. 
in what he does. Am I making some sense? There is no name that trumps God. Trust me. That's why you can't use your father's name as an excuse to get anything from before God. You can't use somebody's name as a reason why God should choose you over another person. God already has decided the destiny, the end of all men. Am I making some sense? So nobody is bribing God when it comes to you. Shake them. <laughs> Especially Africans and Ghanaians. Tell the one that nobody's bribing God when it comes to your destiny. Nobody's giving. God is not taking anything. There's no name that God hears and God says, hey, we're so let's do it this way. No. God is no respectable person. He determined as of he finished before you even came. That's it. It's concluded. So whatever God has determined for your life, trust me, I came to tell you that it's still there. Nothing has changed it. Maybe you are here, you are smoking, you are drinking. You are smoking, you are drinking. Maybe you are a dropout from school. You are a dropout from school. I came to tell you that what God said is still there. Hey, what God said is what? It's still there. It's before you. It is not done. God is not done with you yet. Tonight, I came to give you hope to somebody. I hope somebody is listening to me. Shake the one that says, tell the person, I hope you are somebody who is listening. Oh, shake the person I hope you are the somebody who is listening. Hallelujah. Yeah. What God has said for you, it is so. It is yea and amen. 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 You got to believe. Tell the person you got to believe. So when I look at you in your eyes, I can't tell. It's as if the hope in you are gone. That's actually the challenge with the being an African. It's a fight of hope. Every day you got to learn to win that fight. When you lose that fight, you're gone. You'll be swept by the wave of hopelessness and unbelief and, and how do you call it, negativity. Negative work is a job Africans are always doing. We like to be negative. As a the story is not nice until it's negative. We don't like good story without negativity. Now, so what's it? See, then the negativity is coming in. I want to shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, the end of a matter is better. Tell the person, it's better, it's better, it's better. Tell the person, God hasn't finished with you. Are you dying? I said, are you dying? Oh, shake your neighbor, are you dying? Then tell the person, God hasn't finished with you. Tell the person, God hasn't finished with you. Amen. So if you have to go back to school, tell the person, go back to school. Tell the one. Hey, look at the one next to you and tell the person, if you have to go back to school, go back to school. Hallelujah. I'm not making some sense, somebody. It's not, God is not finished with you. If you come and tell me God is finished with you, you, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. But to every calling every man carries, there are three things that mark the calling. Three things that mark the destiny. Why does God design a destiny for us? Why? One, is that God designed our destinies for his glory. Or, whatsoever destiny each and every one carries, of us carry, it has embedded in it the glory of God. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Isaiah 43 verse 7. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. I came to assure you 
the destiny God has for you. I don't know. I don't care whether it's, it's, uh, it's uh, being a preacher or being what. It does not matter. Whatever it is, it is for God's glory. Usually when you're talking about destinies of men, you see, you know how we grew up, our parents, um, you're going to go to school. They said, you're going to be what? A doctor. If you're not a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, um, pilots. The rest are all sanquas. <laughs> Musicians, they don't bring you to the house. Remember? <laughs> Teachers, <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember those days in school. I just went out where uh, I think we were preparing to join to go to our SS and uh, career, uh, career something, you know, so that when you are selecting, before you select your schools and the courses you want to do, and they organized us. And when I came to speak, we had doctors, lawyers, and Bankers, I mean, architects, no, no, the rest. So most of us, when we look at our destinies, you see, when we see, we hear a lawyer, you see the respect we give to the lawyer. When we hear, I do call it. <laughs> yeah. When you hear carpenter, you say, I'm a carpenter. Nobody, even those days in school, I think uh, Martin and Paris, well, they had the, 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 they come and look at your, 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 your books. There's a time where parents will come. Open day. I mean, and you see those that were happy that their parents were coming. Well, those whose parents were lawyers, and even the teachers were happy their parents were coming. Yeah. I mean, when your parents, you and your, father, your, your lawyer and your father doesn't show up, everybody will ask you, where's your father? Where's your father? But those are your mother is a, is a well, trader, trader. The man is this trader, there's only vision. <laughs> Futu, yeah, but don't even mention it. I mean, I, I mean we, we, we are so sick in the mind. So to even the, the, to this point, the whole country is suffering because we look at a man's destiny differently. All I came to tell you let me show you, every job or every function is very important. Do you know that even judges have carpenters on their phone? Carpenters numbers on their phone. As a matter of fact, certain people, certain level, the people that they respect and they love the most are carpenters, plumbers. You be a judge without a good plumber in your house. You will shit in your hands. Am I making some sense here? Every job is important as long as you see and you know that whatever God has called me is for his glory. Am I making some sense here? It's about God's glory. Whatever work, whether you're a carpenter, whatever you do, do we, Bible says, whatsoever we are called to do, we should do it as unto the glory of God. That is the most important. This is a critical element in destiny when you think about destinies. So when a man comes to you and says, I've been called to do carpentry, you then not open your foolish mouth and say, I want to be your lawyer. No. <laughs> when he tells you, this is what I've been called, he says, yes. 
You can do it for God's glory. Yeah. Hallelujah. I've known, I've, I've said this, I've, I said, I said, look, recently I've known a, somebody who paints. Don't say when we're painting. We're painting. <laughs> Visual arts. Even in school, go to school, when they even the the headmasters are looking at the students, they, they, they come to the science of the moon, the serious ones, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You even look at Ghana, brilliant science of masquerade. Look at the noise. What about brilliant carpentry and this incident? <laughs> <laughs> because you, you don't think that how do you call it carpentry there's brilliance to carpentry don't wonder you you see when you look at most of our buildings just blocks because we have not respected the skill of all men hey am I making some sense yeah but I came to challenge you are you in the house it's about God's glory it's about what you be a lawyer without God's glory, and you mean nothing to heaven. So about the title. It's not about the title. Shake your says, so about the title. Whatever God has called you is for God's glory. So what? It's for what? I was saying that I've, I've known a, a painter, somebody who paints. And when he shows you his income, it makes foolish the toil of the years of doctors. <laughs> you, some, some of you, you go and talk to some doctors who are in the field. They will tell you they wish to do something else. I'm <laughs> 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 in the house. So don't, no, I, I don't know how to, I, I don't, because when you talk about destinies, there's too, what's the word, folded in. So, even when the Lord is leading you to something great, we can't open, we can't see it. And we are all struggling. I think recently, uh, one of the politicians came out to talk about the pay, pay, pay of his driver. And it's more than other people. His driver is any more than professionals. Get up, dress, tie your neck. <laughs> Walk under the sun. Go and come. Some of the ladies... All the weave with the heat inside. I just want to know that weave comes with heat. You see them going like this. A sure, a sure, a sure, a sure, a woman. A sure, 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 God is leading your heart to something nice, something significant. He said, no. God is leading you to teaching. You can make a difference through teaching. He said, no, because they'll laugh at me. It's no. We hope you've been blessed by this message. You know, listening to a message once is never enough. Stay connected for more and follow us on Instagram at ahava underscore dancewoman to get in touch. Remember, you are loved. Stay blessed.